0: welcome to the last and final episode of this podcast welcome I'm to the last sick one of it.
1: <laughs> how's it going welcome to episode number five of paranormal paralysis <laughs> <laughs> with me today in the wonderful twin cities we have my dear friend and uh co-worker mr de jesus vega hello hello <laughs> How are you doing today, Jazeel?
0: You know, Sterling, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Drinking myself a little beer here.
1: What kind of beer you got there? A little
0: Modelo? I got a nice cerveza Modelo. A very nice, nice, a very nice beer. And Modelo's are my favorite. This is not sponsored by Modelo. I have to uh, <laughs> I say I gotta that. say that.
1: I looked that up, actually, because we said that for the, the PBR podcast. And you can't get sued if you say you are sponsored by something, but you can get sued if you are sponsored by something but don't say it so oh pretty sick right so yeah this podcast is sponsored by miller light and uh, modello and the territory of puerto rico which is where jaziel was born
0: that's correct
1: now jaziel you lived in puerto rico for quite some time
0: right mm-hmm. born and raised were there a lot of like urban legends and
1: kind of folk stories that would float around your neck of the woods
0: Oh, yeah. There were a few here and there and a few experiences that my family members have had, too.
1: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, me and Jazeel got talking one day about like horror movies and shit. And then we got on the topic of Mexican-American folklore, specifically how I think that all the stuff like the urban legends and folklore in Mexico are a lot spookier than
0: everywhere else. I think how the conversation started was that you were like oh yeah the chupacabra and like it's from Mexico and I was like actually the first sighting was in Puerto Rico and Sterling was just like what and I was like <laughs> huh yeah and that's when how this whole conversation started
1: yeah so then I'm like oh, oh, save for the podcasters you'll save for the podcast and now uh, once you come on the podcast and we can talk about it on the podcast so here we are and here I am now what was what was the first kind of urban legend that you came across
0: Believe it or not, it was the Chupacabras. Really? Yeah. The um, Chupacabras was first sighted in Canovanas, Puerto Rico, back in the 90s. A farmer found some livestock, specifically some goats, that were drained from... Like, their whole blood was drained from their body with distinct, like bite marks on their neck, Like fang marks. Yeah, pretty much. And that's how it all started. And that's how I first heard of it from a friend because they said they had encountered the
1: chupacabra. Really? Yeah. I'm assuming they told you that story about the time they had encountered it, right?
0: Yes. So how their story went was that they were doing some baseball games in the countryside of puerto rico up in the mountains right Mm. and they were walking back to their house and the mountainsides in puerto rico aren't very well lit they have a few like lampposts here and there but it's not that well Mm. lit
1: sounds pretty spooky yeah
0: very spooky and uh he said that he was being followed by a certain shadowy figure
1: could he hear like was it just the footsteps and stuff no, wait, or was he, it just like seeing stuff out of your peripheral vision
0: seeing stuff out of peripheral vision and just like that feeling that you're being watched
1: mm, yeah.
0: and apparently he like turned around didn't see anything but when he he was about to turn back like to go straight to his house uh-huh. he saw a shadowy figure underneath the oh. lamppost oh my and, God. And, and like he couldn't see much just like a shadowy figure mm-hmm. and but they were telling him like oh like What's up? Like, what do you want? And the the, the shadowy figure stood standing still. And apparently, he like tried to walk towards the shadowy figure, yeah. and that apparently like, the the eye started staring into the soul. And apparently, according to him, mm-hmm. like these two wings sprouting. You know, how, like in the movies when like when wings like fully extend, they go like. Pfft. Sound yeah, and yeah, nice yeah. little flutter yeah, nice little flutter apparently like both the wings like fluttered up open and like the, <laughs> the figure just went up and above and into the into the mountains <laughs> to the caves. Shit. That sounds wild. Yeah do
1: you do
0: you believe his story, Jazzy? I do. You know there are a few legends talking about the some caves in Puerto Rico and the mountains being haunted or mm. that have vampires around and other paranormal stuff.
1: That was my next question. How did the farmers know that the goat's blood wasn't sucked by a vampire goat enthusiast or something like that?
0: You know, there are different, like, speculations. Some talked about the Chupacabra, and some, in other parts of the island, called it, like, a vamp- goat vampire or something like that. That's not so, as catchy, though. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But, uh, fun fact, like, it got so much attention that even the Puerto Rican government started getting involved and they had created a task force to go and search for this chupacabra. And really? a lot of people around, the like, that town started making, like, these little tiny mobs to hunt down the mm-hmm. chupacabra because some, some other livestock were getting killed and stuff. And they were all afraid of their animals. Huh.
1: That's crazy. I did not know that the government made the little task force for it That's yeah like, did they ever find anything related to it that would like prove it was the el chupacabre?
0: no it was just like the dead animals and stuff however yeah. in texas there were a few more like actual sightings and people said they found bodies of chupacabras mm-hmm. um and they were like if you see pictures they're all like without <clears throat> fur and just like all leathery skin and and fangs
1: yeah they, they look like kind of massive Ugly mole rats Yeah but like Spines
0: Yeah I and mean, some people Believe it Some people say That they're just like Coyotes with this Skin disease That they're just like All their fur hmm, I think I've heard that one What's it called Like mange or something Like mange. that Mange He's a mangy boy <laughs> mange Chupacabra i gonna suck your Goat's blood He's a mangy boy But have you seen Those pictures of those animals They're like huge And they look all Disgusting and ugly And you're like That's a chupacabra Right there <laughs>
1: Yeah isn't that Isn't the chupacabra Supposed to be like Pretty pretty hefty guy though like a tall tall thing kind of like mothman
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's actually like two types of chupacabras that i've seen or that i've heard of so Mm -hmm. in puerto rico they say that it's uh it stands on its two hind legs with wings and like kind of like spikes on the back Hmm. um but the ones from like mexico and the united states it's more like in its four legs and kind of like a dog like creature so it depends on the region you're fearing it from.
1: So how would you think that a chupacabra would make its way from Puerto Rico over to Texas? Because I feel like that's a little bit of a flight across the ocean. Or do you think that it would? they classify as like separate um, species of chupacabra?
0: I would say they classify as separate species or remember that I said that the Puerto Rican chupacabra has wings. It mm-hmm. might have flown from Puerto Rico all the way to the States. But that's a long flight. So there's some little islands along the way that could stop in and have a little munchy munch on the goats. A <laughs> 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 little goat snack? <laughs> no, it's either that or like there's just two different species, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, have you ever seen the chupacabra, Jazil?
0: I have not. I have seen another type of like four. Folklore, paranormal, legend.
1: Paranormal. Do you think it'd be fair to call them paranormal creatures?
0: I think it'd be. That's a fair statement. Because
1: folk, like, folklore kind of implies that, you know, it's not real. But you'll hear on Paranormal Paralysis, everything is real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm scared. Yeah, no. Uh, there's a, another legend of folklore, if you want to call it, mm-hmm. called the legend of Hacho Centeno. Oh, I I haven't heard this one yet. Oh, you haven't. I have
1: not. Enlighten me.
0: So how it goes is that Hattrocenteno had, you know, a family, a kid, and he was a fisherman. Mm -hmm. And to provide for his family, he fished. And one day, his family is struggling, so he goes out to do some extra fishing. And apparently there is a a storm of brewing in the coastal side of Puerto Rico. Oh, it's brewing. And uh, he went out to go some fishing. His wife didn't want him to go. And he said, he grabs a cross, a crucifix. And he's like, God will be on my side and will protect me through the storm. As he's fishing, his lantern runs out of fuel. Oil. Oil, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he is blind and like can't see anything. When I say blind, I'm not, not actually blind. He's like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Can't see because of the storm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and so he doesn't have any more fuel, and what he does have is a crucifix, mm. and so he lights the crucifix to light his way oh, to back to the shore. <laughs> and there's different, there's different uh, like parts of the story that are different depending on who you ask. So there's yeah. a part where he actually has a gas, uh, a can of kerosene, and lights the crucifix on fire and mm. dies from the can exploding. Then oh, there's good. the other side where he just dies of like natural causes. And when he goes to either way, he goes to heaven or um and God tells him that for his punishment for burning a crucifix, he has to find every single ash of that crucifix and he can't rest until he finds all of them. Oh. And how the legend goes is that you'll see a... Just a floating flame through the countryside or the shores of Puerto Rico. And that's Hacho Centeno looking for the, all the ashes because, you know, they've all dispersed yeah. with the wind and the water. Hmm. And if you say the words, Hacho Centeno, Hacho Centeno, aquí tengo tus cenizas, which means, Hacho Centeno, Hacho Centeno, here I have your ashes, a flame <laughs> will appear in front of you of oh, him like traveling to see if you have your oh, ashes. God. And they're all the two sides. There's a side that says if you see him, you should just pray for his soul so he can go to heaven. Mm-hmm. And there's the other side that says that if you don't have his ashes, you have to join him in finding them. Shit. And when I heard this story, Sterling, yeah. I was a little wee lad in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, I was Rico. The kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a condo in uh, in the uh, northeast side of Puerto Rico called Pajardo. Mm-hmm. And there's some mountains in that. And I remember after I heard that story, I looked out my window in the middle of the night <laughs> and I saw like a like a little light in the mountainside. Oh my God. And as a little kid, you don't just stay staring at that. Yeah. So I just went like a little bitch and cowered in my bed <laughs> under the sheets <laughs> and hoped to fall asleep. <laughs> Jeez.
1: That's crazy. I feel like a lot of these urban legends and folklore and stuff is kind of the stare, scare kids. Oh yeah, especially like stories like that. And there's one I found the other day. I think it's called "The Man Who Whistles" or El El Silbon. I don't know how you say that. El Silbon. Yeah. Yeah, El Silbon. Do you know it?
0: Yeah, I think I've heard of it. The one
1: who got um,
0: who he kills his dad and feeds the organs to his mom, and then carries around a bag of bones, whistling something like that. Yeah.
1: So, so the story goes, Gisele. The story goes. Tell me a story. He's a very spoiled child. Oh, like somebody I know. <laughs> My ex. Um, he's a <laughs> he, he's a very spoiled child, and he 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 goes out into the woods with his father one day looking for some food because he all of a sudden develops a very hearty appetite for some entrails, which are like the um like the small and large
0: intestine. Out of nowhere, just
1: a really great kid, and so he goes out there, but his him and his dad don't see anything from which they can harvest their entrails. They don't see any animals, in fact. Jazeel. So, what he actually does is kills his father and debowels him, brings the innards back to his mother and says, make this for me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Probably those exact words, too. And then his mom is like, well, where'd you get these, buddy? He's like, oh, I Papa got them for me. And then his mom's like, well, where'd your Papa get them? And the kid's like, he grew them in his belly. So then they were living with, or the story goes, they were living with his grandpa at the time as well. His uh, father's father. So his father's dad. Yeah. So he gets pissed, ties the kid up to a tree, whips the absolute shit out of his back. Like he's on some passion of the Christ shit. (laughs) And then uh, and then, and then his grandpa puts a curse on him that says he has to carry around this big sack on his back like he's Santa Claus and go find all his father's bones. Kind of like the story with the ashes, except they're human bones this oh, time. Shit. And yeah, so then the the lore part of it is if you hear him like counting his bones when you're sleeping, then you're safe and he'll go away. But if you don't hear him counting his bones, then your bones get added to his sack
0: So, if he counts the bones and all the bones are there, you're good? Or if he's missing a bone?
1: No. He'll come into your house and count his bones and you'll be asleep, right? But if you wake up while he's counting his bones, then you're safe, apparently. But if you don't wake up, then he'll kill you and stuff your bones in his little sack.
0: Well, damn. So, too bad bad for those uh, heavy sleepers then, shit. Yeah, that's (laughs) right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've been, uh, speaking of sleep, I've been waking up at some curious times these past couple days, Jazeel, could you, could you just throw a guess out there, guess what time I've been waking up around?
0: Has it been like three o'clock in the morning? Three a.m. Oh, shit. The witching hour. Do you want to hear some scary-ass shit?
1: Is it about the witching hour?
0: Uh, no, it's just waking up in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's hear
0: it anyways. All right, so, <laughs> so my grandpa god rest his soul r.i.p grams r.i.p grams um was very sick and my mom and my dad went to uh take care of him back in puerto rico mm-hmm. the first scary thing was that he was smiling in the, like in the middle of the day and my mom was like oh like what are you smiling to buddy to me and he sm- keeps smiling he's like no to the Guy behind you. My mom was the only one in the room. <laughs> oh my God. Did
1: she, uh, did she, she like turned around and looked yeah, at her? Yeah, she at right? turned
0: around slowly. Can oh she said she God. had like
1: goosebumps everywhere? Did you ask her if she had like the the typical feeling of someone watching you or whatever?
0: Yeah. She sat in the corner.
1: <sighs> That's creepy.
0: And um, as the, you know, as the months progressed, he slowly got deteriorating and he, mm-hmm. he unfortunately died in, I want to say February or March. Mm-hmm. But he died at 5.30 in the morning, right? Yeah. And when I travel back, so when I travel to Puerto Rico in on Sunday, he, he died Saturday, so I traveled Sunday. Huh. I was talking to my dad and I was like, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And he said, not that well. Your mom and I woke up early today. And I was like, oh, like, what time did you wake up? And he's like, 5.30 oh a.m. I was like, God. oh. So is that when grandpa died and they're like yeah <laughs> oh jeez. and as the the week progressed on the first night we were all sleeping in the same room because we had like six or seven fucking people under the same roof yeah sharing one bathroom by the way <laughs> oh my god that sounds terrible <laughs> um and so i'm sleeping next to my brother and like i'm not fucking kidding you're 5 30 in the morning on that same uh on that Monday, mm-hmm. We just hear my brother start screaming, hey, over here, he's over here. Oh my God. And like my mom, my dad and I just woke up and we were like scared shitless. (laughs) And we asked my brother and we were like, do you remember yelling this? And he was like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, shit. So
1: he was like sleepwalking or having just some crazy dream or something? No,
0: like he was just sleep talking, I think. Jeez, but like right at five thirty though. Five thirty. Oh my I god. Because I checked the clock, and I was scared shitless. And then I was like, "All right, this isn't gonna happen." And uh, the scare, even scarier part is that he did it again the next morning, and like the next day, really? Yeah. Jeez. He just started yelling, "Fucking bloody murder!" And I, I, don't, I don't remember what he said, but he started yelling it, mm-hmm. and my. My dad and I were just like, oh, God. And the scariest shit is is that he, like, jolted up and oh. turned to my side. And, like, <laughs> his legs were, like, dangling oh on God. the... Because we had, like, two beds next to each other. Yeah, yeah. So his legs, like, dangled on the side of the bed. Oh, my God. And I was like, if this motherfucker comes lunging at me, it's lights up for him. <laughs> that and, literally you know, gave me chills. That's yeah. so creepy, And you know dude. what's the scariest thing? Yeah. Is he, he like didn't get up or anything. He like mm. turned turned back to like a seated position on the bed and went back to sleep. And when oh I look God. up, there's two crucifixes on the wall. One like on the headboard of the on the of the bed and the other one in the across, like on the wall. Mm-hmm. And the one was my grandma's crucifix that she had on her on her like funeral box casket and the other one was my great grandma's crucifix that she had on her casket and like they were like kind of like blocking him and I was like did this dude just have was slightly possessed for a little bit and just couldn't get past Holy anything so the crucifixes were there dude. yeah and I asked him he was like no oh I didn't, I, didn't God. I don't remember anything of that
1: that's crazy right I'm literally covered in goosebumps right now <laughs> just like the imagery of that yeah oh geez
0: yeah. that was like That's insane. Yeah, it was a scary ass moment. I was ready to deck my own brother (laughs) across the fucking face, like. Not today, bitch. Not today, Satan. Not today. (laughs)
1: Right. Oh my gosh.
0: Anywho, we're back to (laughs) folklore. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's crazy though. Yeah, I've been doing like a little bit of research because it's been almost, I think, almost pretty much every night for the past two weeks or a month. I've been waking up at some time with a three in front of it, like three a.m. and some. Some sense, you know. Did you hear three knocks? I don't hear any knocks oh, okay, yet. Okay. Maybe after I buy my haunted doll, though. <laughs> but apparently, around that time, a lot of people wake up because that is when you go- come out of like a super deep sleep, you know, and start your REM sleep. So that's that's why a lot of people wake up because they're sleeping lighter, mm-hmm. but then. I also heard it could be related to liver disease, which I'm like, that's a little bit curious. Cause I didn't wake up at 3am uh, anytime when I was in college, fucking <laughs> liters of vodka every night. Um, that's
0: a little car bottle right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh.
1: I don't know. And then I, I was reading into like the origins of 3am and stuff. It originally started like the whole urban legend of 3am being the witching hour from the Catholic church. Right. And they wouldn't let people do anything between the hours of 3 a.m. and 4 because that was when they thought, like, witches were out and about or something, so they didn't want people engaging in witchcraft. I don't know. I don't think there's any anything too terrible about 3 a.m. Now, if you wake up at 3.33 a.m., that's a different story, Gisela, because multiply that by two, what do you get? 666, six, six, and what's that? The devil's number. All
0: right. <laughs> <Saturn>. <laughs> have you Have you thought of, like... Recording yourself while you sleep?
1: No, because I—that's just too scary.
0: I had I had a friend in college that did that, or not—not not me, not her—the her sister. She did that in a in like her room. Yeah. Just because she was curious, and apparently the recording stopped like in the middle of the night, and started up again, what? and like she didn't hit anything while what? she was sleeping, and uh, apparently. They, she heard the, like, the recording back after she woke up, hmm. and she heard like doors opening and slamming in the middle of the night, <sighs> and like her parents weren't woken up or anything. Oh my god! And uh, she actually heard a voice and like say something a little bit. And we like tr- we were like what? I was a little bit skeptical. I was like okay, it might have been her sleep talking. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend was like, no, she ne- my sister never sleep talks and stuff like that. And. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I was like, I was, after she told me that, I was like, so deep into it. I was like, kind of like playing the recording back and like yeah, yeah, refreshing dude. and trying to figure out what it <laughs> said. I, I felt like I was on some, some like paranormal hunter shit. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Do you like, hear that? <laughs> I was like trying to figure out and we were like, it's like not English. It's like a, a weird Jewish thing. So we were thinking like Latin, Latin. or yeah. something like that. Jeez. Um, and then I kind of like looked at, I just like wrote what I, what I heard well, could, on yeah, yeah I make out of it on Google, mm. and it came out like a Hindu word for huh. like I don't know if it was like I don't think it was demon, but it was something around the like paranormal
1: shit, like, uh, what do they call them over there? Gins or something, something like, like that. G I N or something.
0: Yeah, and huh. I looked it up and I told my friend, and she was scared shitless. And she's like, I don't want to go back into that house.
1: <laughs> was that her? Was that her parents' house or was that like yeah, a her college parents dorm house? Or something?
0: No, her parents' house. Oh, although my freshman college uh, residence hall was. Haunted my friends' rooms. Sweet area was haunted. Oh yeah, a little North Dakota haunting. Yeah, a little North Dakota <laughs> haunting. Shout out to my friends in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah, shout out to his friends in Grand Forks, North Dakota. But yeah, we uh, it was haunted, and uh, we named the f- ghost Frank Franklin.
1: Was this was this a verified haunting or just yeah. uh, oh yeah. just a myth?
0: No, like verified because um, like shit would fall from the shelves out of nowhere, yeah, like randomly, and. Uh, one day, like, my friend was just talking shit, and she's like, Frank ain't real, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, and like, as she was saying that, my friends had like this little uh shower shelf, mm-hmm. in the sweet shower, and mm-hmm. the whole thing just came out <laughs> and fell because you know, like, you can extend the poles, oh, To yeah, like, like the, to the ceiling, of,
1: yeah, the ceiling, yeah, on and the like tub.
0: it's like really rigid, yeah, and that just went blah, 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 blah. like, all the stuff came out, and Jeez. we were like, Frank is poo. <laughs> and oh my gosh, my friend was like, "Oh, we should take an Ouija board in there," and I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> He's like, "All right, well, good to see you guys. I'm heading out here." <laughs> and uh, there's a there's like a little legend that's cool that our residence hall tunnels are haunted because a. Mm-hmm. Before they were built, a student died of frostbite there on her way. What? Like from her res hall to the cafeteria. Isn't that the point of like having the tunnels? Well, yeah, it was before the tunnels were created. Oh, so like oh, gotcha. it was like back yeah. then, and apparently mm-hmm. she was walking and died of frostbite. And like they did the. The tunnels where she died, and apparently she haunts them. And Jeez, my did they were, find
1: any bones when they were digging
0: the digging the tunnels? They did not, because they found her, you know, oh. frozen from frostbite. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but my friends were like, "We're taking a Ouija board in there," and I was like, "Fuck just, that!" Imagine
1: some poor kid just like trying to go to trying to go to like a seven p.m. class, and there's just a little cult circle <laughs> with some black candles and a little Ouija board in the tunnel.
0: And like, apparently, people have seen her ghost after like. 2 a.m. or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh we we tried to go there after 2 a.m. and
1: uh did you see your ghost
0: no but we like heard shit through the the tunnels like doors slamming and stuff that's creepy and but we didn't see anybody else and i remember i was like with my friend and i just like lit a little whistle you know i think i did like the hunger games theme like you know like yeah And <laughs> like something whistled back. I don't know if it was, it could have been echo, yeah. but I was like, fuck that. And just like bolted him back to my, <laughs> to my room. And I was like, I'd rather be Jeez. with my go My main friend goes Frank. Cause he yeah. seems chill. Frank, big boy, Frank, the homie. Oh yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So that's some, uh, some little, university legends over there too. Goodness.
1: Yeah. That's crazy. I don't like haunted tunnels. Especially you hear like the, cause you can't really see, they're kind of like forests, Jazeel. I know you an avid, avid, uh, paranormal paralysis enthusiast. You know, I'm not a big fan of, um, big fan of forests, but it's kind of like that where you can't see very much, especially if it's, um, like the, like the Dollar Tree ghost hunters on YouTube, <laughs> right? They go to like the, all the abandoned places. And, you can, like, you can't see shit in there. Yeah. And then their flashlights start going out, yeah. and they start hearing, like, footsteps in the tunnel. Like, you don't know what's down there. could be a ghost, but it could be, like, El Chupacabra and shit yeah. like
0: that. Yeah. Or, like, what's it? What's the Canadian? Like, the Wendigo or something like yeah,
1: that? Yeah, Wendigo. Or, you know, who else it could be? Giselle. Who? La Llorona. La Ooh. La <laughs> I mean, la. Say it. Say it.
0: La Llorona. <laughs> la Llorona.
1: <La> yeah. <laughs>
0: Dude, I I don't fuck with La Llorona
1: at all. Yeah, that's got to be one of the biggest, one of the biggest like urban legends or folklore in the Mexican American
0: folklore oh, yeah. umbrella. Right? Do you know how many movies they've had, like they've made from that, like yeah. La Llorona? Mm-hmm. There's so few. many. But the first time I heard of that folklore was when I watched the movie. I think it's called The Cry or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about how La Llorona possesses like moms the when children. they're no mothers when they're near the bodies of water oh. and like they kill their kids. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, kind of like the first, or the first conjuring, right? Because of. It, the mom's she, like possessed by the witch. and Yeah. And she wants to kill yeah. the kids. Yeah. That's so it's kind of like
0: that. And, um, I that's like the first time I saw it and my dad was like oh you he never heard of the folktale of like La Llorona and I was like no <laughs> he's like well you about
1: to be educated yeah little, little J yeah
0: and he like gave <laughs> he like he gave it to me with all these like special effects as he was like yeah like she drowned her kids and now she's like walking around being like I be seahawks oh my I be seahawks before we watch, before we even started the movie yeah <laughs> and then I watched the movie saw like all the shit that oh was happening God. and I kid you not like at the end of the movie, a little bit of a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Sorry for those people who wanted to watch yeah, it. Yeah, a little spoiler
1: mm-hmm. coming up. Plug yours.
0: But uh, like the mom that's possessed, she's about to kill the kid like, <laughs> in this lake. Yep. And uh, like the boyfriend, someone's trying to stop her, so she like grabs a branch and just gouges her eyes out. <laughs> and she's like crying blood. Yeah. And I think oh, wow. I, th- I can't. I think that's how the movie ended, something like that. But I remember I like shot up and <laughs> looked for my mom. <laughs> and guess where I found her? Mopping. By the oh, way. Like, oh, she was like what? She was like mopping on the bucket of water and I was like, Get that fucking get water! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I kid you not, Jeez. I was like super scared that my mom would get possessed and kill me in her in like a bathtub or something. Yeah. Huh.
1: Did I uh I had a sleep paralysis dream like that. That one that um I think I mentioned this before, but that it was my mom. I could hear her voice saying like oh yeah I'm gonna stab you it's gonna be so great I oh, can't wait to kill you and then I'd hear her like run out of my room run around the um like the the hallway a lot of footsteps and stuff and then I'd like fade I think I was fading in and out of sleep paralysis in a dream kind of state cause then I had a dream she was like just barefoot just banging around the house <laughs> and then um oh man <laughs> Goosebumps. This, is, this is one of the most creepy uh Creepy things, creepy sleep paralysis episodes I've ever had. So I'm sleeping facing my door, right? And then I uh, I don't want to open my eyes, but, you know, I feel like something, something's watching me. So I'm like, oh, I know, I know it's not real, but I just got to open my eyes and see what it is. And then just like this, so I got the doorway and this just black shadow just slowly eases out of the doorway <gasps> and then like starts not floating towards me like a ghost or something would do, but straight up slowly walking towards me and then comes up right to the side of my bed and by this time I noticed she has a freaking knife and I'm like holy <gasps> shit and she's like talking in my mom's voice so then I just shut my eyes and try to go back to sleep but I, th- I don't remember much after that I think I still heard her like saying some just you heard her scary say, stuff you heard her but, say i need about 350 <laughs> i need about about 350 Latinish monster, damn
0: it! <laughs> yeah,
1: that's probably one of the most scary, scary episodes. Because if it's just like a ghost or something, um, you're like, "Oh, that's a ghost." But when it's, <laughs> yeah, th- that's what you say. You're like, "Oh, that's a ghost."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, no, that's. But super... when it's
1: when it's someone you know, that's when it scares me the most. I think because then you can't. The only thing that made me realize it wasn't my mom at the time is I was in lacrosse and I know she wasn't visiting. <laughs> Right. But if I was at home,
0: oh. um, that would add a whole new level of spook on the <laughs> next there. morning. That's crazy. Take your mom across the face that she's making you break. <laughs> what the hell, mom? I don't want your freaking eggs. So question, question yeah, is, yeah, question. is like the grudge folklore, like Japanese folklore, or is it just like a movie somebody created?
1: I was wondering as well. Let's, uh, let's look it up. Let's look it up on the old Google here. Is the grudge folklore? the grudge is oh god i don't like that <laughs> for starters the grudge is definitely not made up we gotta uh, let me put some spooky music behind this before i before i read this all right you ready? for starters the grudge is definitely not made up but there is also no proof that similar events ever occurred this is because the film is heavily inspired by popular japanese urban legends along with other folktales all of which find their way into the horrifying series based on the curse that wasn't scary. Just the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
0: So it's it's kind of it kind of is like some folklore mixed in there. Right? I think
1: it says it's based on real events. Oh,
0: shit. That's, that, that's the scariest shit. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I see horror movies and like I'm like, ah, OK, whatever. Yeah. But when they're like based on true events, yeah. like, oh, shit. <laughs> like I saw this one movie called uh Veronica. Castellano movie. Oh, is, it, is
1: that the one um, the whole movie is in Spanish, right?
0: Yeah. Oh. And. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Go ahead. And they do. So like these three girls using a Ouija board to contact one of the girl's dead father. Mm-hmm. But the dad didn't come out. Something else came out of that door. What was it? Just like a, a demon. <laughs> And the, like she's like watching all this shit happen. And she's like, there's this nun that's blind who I of love. My favorite is. character. She's like called Sister Death. <laughs> Sister Death. That's and, good. <laughs> and she's like, do you know I call you Sister Death? And the sister's like, well, yeah, I do. Better than call me Sister Narcissa. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she's like, I'm blind because I could see like the dead spirits. I didn't want to see them anymore. But I could still see hmm. them even even though I'm blind. Jeez. And she was like... You didn't say goodbye after you used the Ouija board. That's why, like, the ghosts latched onto you. Mm-hmm. So what does this bitch do? He uses her little brother and sister being, or little sisters, and being like, I'm going to play a little game here with this little board. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, it was like, good job scares and stuff. I really cracked my pants was that they were like, this is based on true events and uh the police report was talking uh saying how all this shit happened they were sharing oh like god. actual photos of like the scene and like like these ruins uh, written in crayon crayons so on the walls uh-huh. to like protect them as they were doing the seance and i was like oh my
1: god well, what did the police get called there for
0: so she called the police, like the one, like the chick that was slightly possessed. Mm-hmm. She was like screaming bloody murder, saying that the guy was in the house and he was going to kill them and come quick. Oh, and they, like the the one operator was like, "All right, calm down." And blah blah blah. She's like, "No, he's here!" And just like, just like the line just cuts, and like you hear screaming. Yeah. And apparently, I don't know if this was part of real. If it was like made up. But, like, when the police go in, she's, like, bent really far back, just, like, oh screaming. <laughs> um, that might have been a... <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a
1: far stretch. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> but, yeah, La... Um, would you like to enlighten the audience with the the full story of La Yerona, Jesus?
0: Sure, sure. So, there are two different types of stories. Tell us the most As-
1: scary one.
0: Well, the most scary one is that La Jorona had, I believe, it was two kids, something like that. She had kids. Yeah, two sounds familiar. Um, and she had a <laughs> lover. Oh, a lover. A lover, and apparently the lover didn't want any kids or something like that. or Like, didn't want her kids, mm-hmm. and so she went to the river with her kids and fucking drowned them. <laughs> and. When she went back to her lover, she was like, "Hey, I don't have any kids anymore. Like, you want to fuck or something?" And <laughs> what's up, shorty <laughs> <you> down? <laughs> and the lover was like, "No, I don't love you anymore." Just like, pretty much, like yeah. broke her heart. Yeah, and she was just so heartbroken because she lost her lover and she doesn't have any more kids. Mm. So she just killed herself. I don't know. I don't know if she like slit her throat or if she actually like drowned in the river. Yeah. Um. But the at, when she died. <laughs> You know, killing kids is pretty, pretty big crime. Yeah. So, she was cursed to like roam the the earthly realm.
1: Oh, wasn't it that she she died and went to heaven, right? And then they didn't let her in because they're like, you need to find your kids. And God didn't let her
0: in because she killed her kids, and she's like in purgatory in the earth realm, and just like, and she you hear her roaming around, and she's just like. Looking for her kids, and you can hear her say, like, oh, my kids, oh, my kids. Like, kind of in English for or them Spanish? In Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Meninos, Mi ay, mis hijos. Jeez. And the, it's some scary shit, dude. Like, when I first heard, I was really scared shitless. And I've been wanting to watch The Curse of La Llorona, the movie. That's but the like, new one, right? Yeah, the new newer one. one. I've been wanting to watch it, but I haven't been able to find it.
1: Yeah, that looks like a looks like it'd be a pretty good flick. Now, Jazil, I did find a video entitled "Top Five La Jarona Weeping Woman" in parentheses encounters caught on camera on YouTube. Um, so let's I th- I think we should take a little listen to what uh, what we got here. Now I scrolled through all of them. This is the number one, I believe, and I thought this one was the most the most chilling. So uh, th- this is what it sounds like. Right here. Creepy. That is
0: fucking creepy. Yeah. So that (laughs) I kind of got a little bit of goosebumps there. Yeah,
1: I know, because they're just like the video. If for those of you who can't see it, they're in like this warehouse district thing right on the outside, and they keep showing their camera all around, um, and there's nothing inside, obviously. But my question was that does kind of sound like. Like a wolf or a coyote.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, what that, if it's an animal? You know how like there's some videos of like people walking around, they just hear like something screaming bloody murder, but it's actually like the mountain lions just in mating or something. Like,
1: jeez. Then there's other other videos, obviously, where they claim to capture her. Like I'm sure you've seen. There's one that I think went kind of viral of her like standing on this big tree.
0: Mm, yeah. You know, I think I've seen that I one. I think that
1: one's pretty creepy. But I mean, you'd think of, cause this screen was pretty close. I yeah. feel like, so you'd think if you, if it was an animal, they would have been able to see it or like the light reflection off its
0: eyes. Yeah. Of its eyes. Yeah. I guess you never know. It's, that's some scary shit. Was there a body of water nearby? <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like rivers are kind of notoriously haunted, but I suppose that, I don't know, like Duluth. Me and you mm. drove up to Duluth yesterday for work. Yesterday, yeah. And you were telling me the legend of the legend of the lake. And how you see all the ghost ships and stuff. But what do you think is the most haunted city in the United States, or like a pretty haunted area? Haunted? Yeah.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I would think like Salem, with like with all the witch trials and stuff. Mm, do you think there'd be like a lot of ghosts there of witches and.
1: Yeah, because I suppose a lot of people have been were hung there and stuff too.
0: Yeah, and I don't know, and you know, like how they had also this test to see if you wish that they would fucking drown you, (laughs) (laughs) but it was like if you floated you were a witch or something like that oh really or or it was like the other way around but Mm they literally like drowned you you would die oh my god and if you floated you were like oh she's not a witch or like if you stayed under it was something like that yeah I bet a lot of what
1: is that I have no fucking clue oh it's just my fridge oh Um, (laughs) spooky I bet a lot of good like folklore and urban legends and stuff came out of that time period because I feel like people were kind of just scared of everything because they were a little not as advanced scientifically as we are these days <laughs> <laughs> exactly but yeah so i think that's where a lot of folktales may have came from is people not being able to explain certain things and then using the folklore as a way to kind of like explain it you know
0: and you know a lot of people you also use folklore to scare the little kids to like they would yeah. behave or stuff like
1: so when they see fires in the mountain they go go hide in the corner
0: <laughs> <laughs> hide under the blanket like a little
1: bitch right, right. Uh, yeah the, the worst thing is like more modern folklore is like you know mothman mm. <laughs> is that in the next podcast really <laughs> right right a whole podcast about mothman i'll have to get elise back on here <laughs> need more lamp But then the question is, Jaziel, if they did have, for like the, the folklores that are more modernized, where could those have come from?
0: Damn. That's a good question.
1: Just blew your absolute mind. Yeah,
0: blue just... That sucks because I
1: actually just cleaned my apartment
0: too. (laughs) Yeah, brains all over the apartment. Shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, stuff like the Blair Witch and chupacabra la llorona oh do you know the one about the the witch who is an owl or something what yeah she's like a life-size she's the legend goes Jazil, she sold her soul to the devil and then she flies around as a human-sized white owl and will like um <laughs> caw or i don't know who,
0: <laughs> who, who,
1: who. <laughs> outside your window Um, in the middle of the night trying to get you to come out and see, you know, like shut the bird up or shoot away. Um, but then there's another version of the story where the noise she makes at night is that of a child crying to lure you outside and then gnaw your eyes out with her little owl beak
0: jokes on a fucking hair because I won't go out. I mean, shit, my neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> my little kid, like my neighbor's little kid fucking fell in front of my house and started crying because he scraped his knee and I didn't come out and help him. <laughs> I, just off, the, I just stayed in the window watching me like, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, poor little Thomas. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like the the Blair Witch too. That one, listen to like a whole 15 minute podcast on that one, Jazeel. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a crazy story, or not the Blair Witch, the Bell Witch. I think it's the one the Blair Witch is.
0: Oh, I think I've heard like of that the one. The movie
1: comes from so John John Bell and his family were traveling like pilgrims, um, traveling across the United States. I believe they landed in Virginia, I think, but I'm not certain. So you know, fact check that because what am I going to fact check my own podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyways so they moved there and then um, I think it was John Bell the dad and husband started to get super sick and they would hear voices and all that kind of stuff in their house and they invited a preacher over one night to experience the things for themselves and he got frightened and left and then the scariest part of the whole story basically is the witch possesses the dad right and the whole family's trying to get her out. Like what are you asking what she wants and stuff? But at the end, the dad just dies and no one knows if it was because he was possessed by the witch or if it was just like a natural cause or something, because the witch had like, he would, she would scratch the dad. She would make it. So his like tongue swelled and he couldn't eat as the story goes so that's pretty crazy. I don't think anyone, I haven't seen anyone, anything about like people trying to disprove that story either. You know, like it could, it could be just like a weird disease. Yeah.
0: Like allergies or something
1: like that. Yeah. Yeah. Allergies. A- ate some right. nuts. <laughs> I need some meds. So before we, before we leave Jazeela, are there any other, um. Any other Mexican American urban legends that you can think of that you'd like to like to share one last time?
0: Um I think one like legend or folklore that comes to mind is the legend of like El Cucu el Cucuy has many names. Cucuy. Yeah. Uh it's uh it was normally I think it's more like Mexican that it comes from. Mm-hmm. But it it's um it's a it's a folklore that's used to kind of like warn kids to be be good and not be bad. Yeah, yeah because el coco, el cucuy, is literally like a child eater. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Isn't that like the um English equivalent of the boogeyman? Yeah. Except I don't think, I don't believe the boogeyman has a particular appetite for young children. No,
0: no, I don't think he does either. But this one does. This one does. That one does. Yeah. And So apparently if you're bad... It like eats you and devours you or just takes your spirit away and like leaves doesn't let you go back to your body.
1: Oh my god.
0: Um but what's funny about that type of folklore and legend is that there's actually a fucking lullaby. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. In in Spanish it or the translation from Spanish it just says like sleep child, like sleep now, or else the cocoa will come and eat you. Oh my god. And uh, believe it or not, I was saying that lullaby as a kid. Ah. <laughs> did,
1: did it? Are you? Do you still have your soul?
0: Uh, I think I do.
1: Oh, oh <sighs> God, that was a close one. Cut! 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 Yeah,
0: but I think they didn't. They didn't call it Coco or Kukui. <laughs> I think they just called it Koki, which is like the national. Mm-hmm frog for Puerto Rico because it's like a little little tiny guy so I think like, they oh, tweaked really? it a little bit but it was the same thing it was yeah, like yeah. sleep sleep now or else like the cookie will come and take you or grab you Jeez. and yeah I, I was taught as a kid and like the lullaby I mean mm-hmm. and uh, wow. my great grandma used to sing it to me that's why, how I know it when I used to take naps she would <laughs> grab me and like sing that to me as she was rocking, rocking me what in her, hell, in her arms <laughs> just give it yeah gonna send you right to bed right yeah. into a devious nightmare yeah huh.
1: Jeez, dude wow well that, those were some absolutely fantastic stories Jazil.
0: yeah they really were
1: uh, especially that one about your grandpa who's...
0: yeah dude
1: i'm gonna have to stay up a little later until i stop thinking about that because that
0: was just terrifying if you wake <laughs> up at 5 30 tonight don't say that
1: <laughs> don't plant the seed in my mind please <laughs> anyways well do you have any any products uh social media platforms anything like that you'd like to plug with perhaps in OnlyFans or something like that <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do <did> you know <laughs> no i really don't have anything to to plug to be honest well, with you sick i'm just doing this out of, out of pure, pure love for the podcast pure you know love for the
1: fo- I'm, a, I'm a huge fan sterling i don't know if i told you jazeel this. is probably one of my number one fans of paranormal paralysis so Oh, yeah. Anyways, thank you, Jazeel for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure having you with us here today. Oh, thank next you for episode, me oh you yeah. oh oh, you you are thanked, my friend. <laughs> you are thanked. <laughs> These... <laughs> so the next episode is going to be sick. Um, it's where we're going to have a celebrity guest. So make oh. sure you're ready for that. It's going to be a July Fourth special <gasps> about
0: America's
1: birthday. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to Taco Bell and get me a case of dinner. Make sure to get that Baja blast. <laughs> the Baja blast. <laughs> and a couple tacos for me and Laura. Um, but, so, yeah, um, July 4th special is going to be with a celebrity that you won't know until then. Piece of shit. So you just have to keep watching. <laughs> Anyways, if you enjoy the show, follow me on instagram at paranormal paralysis or if you have any sick ghost stories and you'd like to come on the show email me at paraparalysis at olick.com we also have a new logo coming so watch for that it's gonna be absolutely insane
0: i've seen it's pretty dope
1: yeah he has seen it and it's pretty dope so (laughs) all right thank you guys for listening and we will see you in episode six stay spooky baby